1: space trash trash in space space trash
0: lifestyles of the rich and uranus space trash celebrities
1: they're trash but the astrology can help us understand transmission incoming (laughs) greetings trashlings and welcome back to another episode of space trash
0: lifestyles of the rich
1: and uranus and i'm sarah armore and I'm Molly Malshine, and we're back for the third part of Prince Harry's Spare. Spare. We were kind of playing hard to get with each other all week, I think, because why do you think we were so uh, reluctant to get together and talk about this?
0: Because we both haven't finished the book.
1: Yeah, we that both was... St- and, and, what, and then what came out was that we
0: both actually stopped at the exact same... Point of the book. So, we're going to f- talk about what we've read of part three today, and then we're going to finish it tonight, and then we're going to finish it tomorrow.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, we read up to the night before the wedding, which I did on purpose mm-hmm. because I feel like it, this book. Uh, the other reason why I was a little bit reticent to actually even read as much as I did is because this book, I've said a million times, is very triggering for me. The negativity um, I find to be difficult to deal with. And just to jump back into that, I was, like, resisting it with all I had, you know?
0: Wow. Yeah, I didn't feel that I was resisting with all I had as much as I I read, because I was listening to it, I got further ahead than I meant to. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, then just, like, right before we are going to finish, I'll finish the book. But then this past week, so many... And, you know, happy, happy Leo full moon, everybody. It's a Leo full moon as we speak. But so many things just came out of nowhere, like, that happened that I didn't get a chance to finish. And so I, I just kept being like, all right, Molly's not free to record. Okay, cool. Like, I'll, I'll finish this tonight." I'll, thinking that, like, whenever we spoke next, we would just finish it. And then, actually, I never got around to it. And now yeah. we, must, we must pod. So sorry, everybody, for the long wait on pod. But we just, we both didn't finish the book yet. But we did get to the same point in the book. So we're going to talk about the beginning of part three. And then we're going to return for the second part of part three on the patreon
1: on the patreon the patreon, patreon. Seeing, lol <laughs> yeah patreon.com slash space trash podcast um and i have to say my fears about this part of the book were unfounded because it becomes a lot more optimistic and nice and it's so
0: romantic
1: so I romantic think
0: it's so romantic but it is what i was saying which i do think was sort of the point which is like he was he was showing us in part one and part two how like depressed he was and how like psychologically numb almost that he was that like the only thing that got him going was like killing the Taliban or whatever like that was like the highlight of his life other than the Okavango and like the animals and, and like, like then-
1: even when he was partying and staying in free hotel suites he was still sad so you know Dad the tiny violin care. it was violin emoji all across the board for Thousand. me for those first two parts and that was what was annoying about it but now he's finally admitting that you know things aren't so bad and
0: right well, That's so we, nice. we begin. It's so nice. We begin part three with how they actually met, which is not what they told us on Oprah, how they actually met was Harry was perusing Instagram, which is hard for me to imagine that he has like a personal Instagram, but okay, he's perusing Instagram and he comes across a, a, a picture of his friend, a, a video of his friend Violet with this stunning woman with the doggy filter. And he, yeah, was, which he covers- was taken aback. He, He's like, of all the ladies in all the land that I've ever met in my life, the woman with this doggy filter was perfectly symmetrical, and I stopped it, stopped me in my tracks or whatever. He said,
1: this woman stopped the conveyor belt. This woman smashed the conveyor belt to bits. I'd never seen anyone so beautiful. Why should beauty feel like a punch in the throat? Does it have something to do with our innate human longing for order? Isn't that what scientists say? And artists... Like Harry, what scientists are you reading? That beauty is symmetry, and therefore represents a relief from the chaos. Certainly, my life to that point had been chaotic. I can't deny hungering for order. Can't deny seeking a bit of beauty. That's a nice passage. I like that.
0: I think it's. I think it's the whole third chapter. At least I've read so far. lol, is so romantic. I mean, yeah. he did. They are. He loves her, and this book is written to me. The third part. I'm like, oh. He wrote this not just to, like, get his story out, but, like, it is a love letter.
1: Yeah, and kind of gives you more, like, I'm ready to ride for Megan at dawn again from reading this. I, You know, like, and of course, you know, the the honor roll student thing is a little grating to me. It is really hard for me to deal with anyone who's that polished and perfect because it just always is going to ring inauthentic to me, including Kate Middleton. The two of them, they both have a different type of sort of, like, Little Miss Perfect thing going on mm-hmm. that just feels inauthentic, you know, and and yep. Kate does it by not speaking and Megan does it by speaking in word salad aphorisms, you know, about right, like totally. women need to be find their voice and be empowered to use it like things that just don't say anything. So but now that like reading this part, I'm like, OK, I I get where Megan was coming from and why she needed to enact that defense mechanism and totally. i don't get why she's kind of still in that mode but uh, yeah it, and and i don't know okay why do you think they had a different story of how they met until now why lie that you saw each other on Instagram it's so weird like they said in the, well, in the engagement interview they just in case people don't remember they said it was a setup and it's a really famous clip because they're kind of both jumping on each other's words and now we know they were lying so like it's it kind of explains the weird body language body language bodies like it, it explains the weird demeanor that they both had in that engagement interview where they're like it was a setup it was a, it was totally a setup and we're not going to say who did it We protect their privacy but but, right. you know, we were set up. And it's like, okay, in a sense, maybe you were set up. But, like, Harry just saw Megan on Instagram. But also then, right. who knows? Maybe the next multimedia deal they get, a new story will emerge. But so why do you think it keeps changing?
0: Well, I don't think it was, like, it's not a lie that it was a setup. Like, he, they were set up by this friend, Violet. But I, okay. I think I think not well, there's a difference between, like, hey, I have this friend that I want you to meet versus I want to meet your friend, Violet.
1: Right. That's a, the first thing you said is a setup. Come on. Let's, right. let's, right. words have meanings. Like their
0: friend did set them up, but it was because Harry inquired.
1: Yeah. So it's not a setup. That's like saying, oh, yeah, it was a blind date. We met on Tinder first. It's, it's not a right. blind date. Then, you know what right. I mean? A like, blind
0: date. Who introduced you Tinder?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's just not like they they definitely papered over something and I guess it's just because they just didn't feel like explaining it because it sounds kind of dumb like it just doesn't sound like this beautiful love story when there's a snapchat puppy filter involved but also like who cares be relatable then like be honest you know tell us I mean the it's truth. also
0: possible it's also possible that he like like because the story is that like, Megan's friend, Violet, said to her, like, I have someone I really want you to meet. It's possible that that was Megan's experience of it. Like, it, like I don't know if Harry said to Violet, Violet, the woman in the doggy filter. Like, as much as he no, was that's like, who what is he that? Said. Introduce me. That's yeah, but I, I I guess, well, yeah, that's what he said. I guess I, I just mean, like, from, like, Violet wasn't like, hey, this, the Prince Harry loved the doggy pic video and wants to meet you now. I think it's like, like, I want to introduce you to, like, I could, I could see it being, like, Violet trying to, like, keep like have her friend Harry's back like make him look cool like he's not like pining over her like I just feel like maybe this it's that story was more about Megan's perspective of it and then as they got closer he's like you know actually the first time I saw you was this and that's why I asked Violet to reach out that that's the only thing I can think
1: I think you're I think you give them a little too much credit a lot of the time. Yeah,
0: I do. With I their, can't do that with most people. Most people.
1: Yeah, with their obfuscation and their sort of like slippery grasp on the story. It's I, I think I think it's the simplest explanation, is the most likely, which is that they were embarrassed that he they met on Instagram. Yeah. You know, like they're <laughs> Yeah, just, totally. They're just like, we're not gonna say on the BBC that we met on Instagram.
0: Right. Maybe it's just like right, just like so public, so plebeian.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're like, we're not entering yeah. this into the public record in the same, mm-hmm. the same breath that had, like, the Diana and Charles engagement interview and the William and Kate. Nice. Like, they we're not bringing, right. we're not going to be the first. Right, doggy filters
0: on Instagram would not be, like, the brand.
1: Yeah, they're like, this isn't canon. We're not introducing it into the canon gonna... of royal engagement.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, okay, this, this is what really, um, I don't know why this was really, uh, prof- not profound, but it made me understand Megan in a way that I never have before. And I'm an, I'm a <laughs> flip flopper on Megan. I'm the first mm-hmm. to admit half the time I'm like, oh my God, i r- ride into battle for this girl. And half the time I'm like, give me a friggin' break. You had to have Googled this guy once. But anyway, right. this was one of those things. This following passage is one of those things that made me be like, man, her life got fucked up. So, okay. He says, she believed life was one grand. Should I do the Harry voice? She believed life was one grand adventure. (laughs) I could see that. What a privilege it would be, I thought, to join her on that journey. I got all of that from her face, her luminous, angelic face. I'd never had a firm opinion on that burning question. Is there just one person on this earth for each of us? But in that moment, I felt there might be only one face for me. This one. Just the wow. beginning part. He could. He was like, oh, she is someone who's self-made, who believes life is a grand adventure. She is, it's going to be the summer of George. She's going out there. She's, <laughs>
0: right, totally. You know,
1: it was supposed to be the summer of George. That's Megan's life story now. It was supposed to Legit. be the summer of George. And well, the- then I enjoyed
0: George. you speaking of which, then he, he explains like she was she was set to have like an epre love summer. And like, I, I don't remember, but he said something like, oh like religious and she was like no like the book and he's like oh she was everything I wasn't she read
1: she was cultured he says she's cultured <laughs> she was she
0: cultured read- and she she was cultured and she read because e, you
1: yeah. e, e pray love like okay if a book is in the target clearance rack right. right right before you go to check out it's not really that culture but okay that was hilarious. I mean it's definitely, it's
0: definitely like it's definitely like pop culture
1: yeah, that's true. This he just tells on himself so much. And I just totally. that's why I just wish here's another part where he tells on himself. He's going to the guy who the guy who set up all of the Invictus games for him, I'm pretty sure. That guy's Sir Keith. So yeah. this yeah. this man has set it all up for him and was really like the he executed the Harry's tent pole project. And Harry's going down to his place to go to a a yacht race, a regatta. And that's right. Listen to what he does when he gets to this guy who's hosting him who just built his entire event. Uh I texted with her throughout the long drive to Sir Keith's place, continued through through Sir Keith's hall, how you doing, Sir Keith, and up the stairs and into his guest room where I locked the door and remained holed up texting. I sat on the bed texting like a teenager until it was time to have dinner with Sir Keith and his family. Then after dessert, I quickly returned to the guest room and resumed texting. Like, how rude!
0: Um, how rude is that? I, you can, I have to say, I'm a little, little bit caught. I'm a little bit caught because when you did it in Harry voice, I think Hall ended up sounding like hole. And it reminds me of that. It's always sunny episode. Where it's like, you can't get in. You got to pay the toll troll to get into the boys hole or whatever. Like I was thinking about <laughs> circus hole just now. So I was a little bit like lost in thought there, but yeah, it is rude to just keep texting. Uh, while you're at a family dinner with the guy who does all of your homework,
1: for sure. The guy who does all your work for you walk in and go, oh, hey, yeah. keep texting. Sit in your room until dinner and Sorry. then leave and go text some more. Can you imagine? You have to Pardon me, I have a crush. Yeah, like, oh, my God. So rude and terrible and immature. Yeah, dude. Okay, she was, a... he... this is another one. She was American. I was British. She was well-educated. I was decidedly not. Like, Harry, you went to one of the best schools in the world. Eaton is, like, the best school for kids in that age group in the world mm-hmm. since like mm-hmm. prehistory. What do you mean you were not educated? And it's not like you you aren't educated because you had to go and like work at the family hardware store after high school. Like you decided not to be educated. Like what do you mean?
0: Although although I do sort of think that like one of the overwhelming because like I would argue that like like okay, like my brother went to boarding school, let's just say. I mean, he did, but I'm not talking about my brother, but like I, you know, I've met a number of his peers. He went to boarding school, and then he went to Princeton, and like a lot of people that he has introduced me to, not, mostly not his friends, but there are a lot of really dumb people. Yeah, but that they still come went, out of these. They
1: they're still extremely well, privileged and went to boarding school.
0: That well, but but I think the point that is what I'm saying, which is to say that I also think that there is some like even if you there's a difference between like education, like I I like. Went to this expensive school and was and had a high quality education versus like actually understanding anything. Like you could be rich and pay your way through the best schools in the land, but it doesn't actually mean that you got a good education. And in fact, it could be that you got like a super sterile rich person only education that actually doesn't give you that much information about the world.
1: Eden and boarding school. What boarding school do you go to? Lawrenceville? Those are it's incredible. Like in
0: the, it's like t- top seven schools. There are seven boarding schools in the United States that are like the yeah. Ivy League of boarding schools and that's one of them
1: they're incredible schools like you can't say I'm not educated And right he's super
0: super educated right my brother's like yeah. super duper 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 educated but like I don't know I just I've met some of his like super wealthy friends and they, they are kind of idiots like anybody whose father owns the bank is an idiot
1: yeah totally but those are two different things you know what I mean like right, Harry's right, not right. saying not it wasn't because has,
0: they had a lack of education it's because they're assholes. yeah
1: Harry's not admitting that he's dumb he's saying oh I wasn't well educated no you really were you you really were. You, and you
0: also like went to Afghanistan. So like you have, you actually do have like a myriad of different education. Yeah.
1: It's like, Harry, you choose not to take in new information. Like you have decided that you're just going to float along and you're not going to look at things from other people's perspective. And the only new new information you're going to take in is the stuff that makes you feel like really safe. And you're just like the Okavango Valley, that's it for you. And you've decided that that's the only thing you're going to learn about. So like, right. you're not not educated. You've just, you've decided to shut yourself off from new information. Well, it's,
0: what's that, what's that phrase? Like willful ignorance? Like it's sort of like willy, willyful,
1: willyful yeah. ignorance. yeah. King William, full ignorance that's why, like for all of Charles and Camilla's faults, I think they are two people who do try to continually educate themselves on things, yeah. you know, like they're trying mm-hmm. to figure shit out because they have to because they're not hot <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
0: that actually is um that's exactly why I yeah free more wouldn't and then he more. says,
1: now this is really interesting. she was free as a bird, I was in a gilded cage now i don't like i think this is really interesting this just occurred to me right now meg like being an aging which i'm sorry mid-30s counts as aging in hollywood unfortunately
0: i'm ancient i'm ancient we
1: both are we're both aging out of it's I mean, over thank it's god over.
0: we're no because we're I comedians mean,
1: we get to blue we're comedians
0: later, and, but, and also there are a lot of parts for like grandmas you know they write grandmas into movies all the time so no, but like a long so life
1: Megan is like she's like the sexy girl actress that was her role Mm -hmm. on suits like you can see her demeanor in those that era of interviews she's very like coquettish and and so like that's she had worked herself into her her own gilded cage in a sense and I think that's why she had we're lucky
0: we didn't have more success early we're lucky we didn't have that gilded cage I know
1: that's what we have to tell ourselves but I don't think he like he doesn't even notice that part of it where it's like no Harry like this woman is probably also panicking a little bit because she's like where the hell is my next role coming from like what happens when Suits ends you know because she is six billing she isn't really like you know the the offers are not coming banging down the door that's a scary scary place to be as an actress and so she is branching out at this point into some humanitarian stuff and the blog and she's smart. She was smart as hell to do all that stuff. She was all about taking in new information and putting herself out there and figuring out things to, do. I mean, she got that acting career through sheer force of will, you know, like, yeah, yeah, that was not handed to her. So it's interesting how different they are. And it's interesting how much he doesn't see that. Like, she's also subject to a lot of limitations. Like he's not, well, the only- I think that
0: like, I think that he's just giving us her, giving us two things. One, his first impression of her, but also like he's reflecting back what she wanted him to know at the time. I mean, I think she probably. Mm. Was selling that in a way to like, oh, I fly from here to there. I, I I live in Canada where I film this hit TV show that apparently, according to part three in the book, everybody loves suits in the. U- they love friends and suits in the UK. Like Harry and Kate, William and Kate were b- the biggest fans of suits, and you know he. And then they went like grocery shopping at one point. And he was like, "How are people not stopping and taking photos? Everyone here is obsessed with suits." And It's like, really?
1: I no, they're not. He's like, it's not true. Like, yes, it was. I've a- never heard of that. Anybody watched suits in my life? I know it, it's he's delusional. It's so funny that he doesn't get it, but it's also it. kind
0: of sweet though. It's kind of romantic though because it's like he is just. I hope that like. The, the that men who love me are like like see me in that light of like how do people not know that how do people not know like she's on the space Rush podcast like how can everyone not listen to the space Rush podcast
1: i know that's where he reminds me of nick because nick is that delusional too i like, love
0: that that's what we're marry that guy yeah
1: we love it it's great but it's so cute yeah. and funny that he would like put it in the book and that nobody was and like delusional <laughs> hey. yeah it's still delus- it's delus- you need someone who's delusionally in love with you because Absolutely. otherwise like men cheat if they're not
0: you know? i want to rewrite i want to rewrite the beyonce dangerously in love song to be delusionally in, delusionally in love with you
1: yeah <laughs> it yeah Doesn't have
0: a quite a ring to it but i think the examples will be better
1: um oh he brings up his mom immediately it was surreal, right. bizarre uncanny that this marathon conversation began on july 1st 2016 my mother's 55th birthday like okay
0: well then they, they're talking about like when they first started dating and like she came to London the next time and he's like oh I'm doing something for mommy or whatever and she like played it really she was like oh for your mom like what are you doing and he was like oh, another clue she had never even heard it's like bitch he, she had heard a princess Diana Harry she knew who your mom was like I know. That she didn't even know that all the pump and the bells and the whistles that I had gone through it's like she knew she was just being polite and didn't know how to talk about it. Like, she she heard of Princess Diana, my dude. Like, okay. Maybe she didn't know whether or not to curtsy or if you were joking, but, like, she's definitely heard of your mom. I would I would love to overhear that conversation where he was like, I can't believe you haven't even heard of Princess Diana. That's my mother. And she's like, okay, wait a second, wait a second. Harry." this is all just a, his impression of it because I'm sure that they had to have a conversation at a certain point where she was like, yeah, I've heard of your, I know that your mom died in this. It was a major public event of my childhood.
1: Do like, you think so? I don't think they so, had that conversation.
0: I, I just feel like if it didn't come up, then she really is a great actress and I'm not giving her enough credit because it's like, how do you not you, really, your mom died. Oh my God. In the I know. tunnel? like, I just like, duh, it was the biggest news story of our childhood. It was the like most... it was like it was like it was like Princess Diana and OJ are like what what paints all the pictures of my childhood
1: of the nineties. I know and Space yeah. Jam those three yeah holy yeah. Trinity. But here's here's what I think like the most charitable reading of this is I mean there's no universe where she didn't know who his mom was. There's I'm sorry Period. but there no is- no chance. There is no universe where she didn't Google him. There's just not. I'm I'm sorry. It's a lie. That is a lie. Mm -hmm. I didn't Google him Mm -hmm. is a lie. Either that, either you didn't Google him, or I mean, okay, so what? You used Ask Jeeves. Same shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like she's like on a technicality. I didn't Google him.
0: Which side note, which is sort of equivalent to like we were set up.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying.
0: That's like her brand of white lie. Where it's like we all do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The most horrible reading of the Diana thing is that she followed his lead with the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, sure, like, yes, yes, yes. Which yes. I think is fine. Like, I think it. It just. I I think she was probably thinking, and I think this is to her credit. You know, maybe I shouldn't tell him that this was a huge part of my childhood because it will freak him out because it is fucking weird and it, he's traumatized yeah. by it. You know what I mean? Like, I think maybe yeah. she was like, you know what, we don't have to have that conversation because it's his mom and my impression yeah. and what I saw of his mom's death is completely irrelevant, which I think is great. And I think that's really nice if that's the way it went, you know what I mean? But like, so, so for him to, I mean, I want to find the exact passage where that happened. I will let you know if I have it highlighted. Cause I'm going through my highlights. Okay,
0: Sorry. I'm just trying to, I just, um, my phone, I need to um, just move my, I just plug my computer in.
1: Just don't say been... these things because then I have to, edit oh, yeah. Okay. Out. Okay. Um,
0: Everybody can know this is transparent. I, we've yeah. been talking for hours. And I'm plugging my computer in.
1: Yeah. Okay. She's plugging in her computer. I'm going to go to my next note. So Harry asks her where to meet for their first date. And he says he suggested his place and she goes, your place on a first date. I don't think so. And he goes, no, I didn't mean it like that. She didn't realize that being Royal meant being radioactive, that I was unable to just meet at a coffee shop or a pub reluctant to give her a full explanation. I tried to explain obliquely about the risk of being seen. I didn't do a good job. Why didn't you just explain all the way? First of all, but second of all, um, I think, and people are going to take this the wrong way. I mean it at the as the highest compliment because I believe in the rules. I believe in letting guys chase you. Megan played this entire thing start to finish so beautifully, and
0: so no, she nailed this this courtship.
1: She really Olympic gold. Well, because also
0: heard, like. If she says, like, you want, if he's, like, going to come back to my place, like, the truth is, like, her playing it, like, come to your place, like, as if it's too intimate. It's like, oh, you mean the palace? Like, it's like, basically inviting her to a museum.
1: Yeah, but she's pretending she doesn't know that.
0: I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, for her to play it as if he's not saying, come to the palace, like, as if she's yeah, saying, like, yeah, come yeah. to my my bachelor pad is so hilarious and awesome.
1: I know. Yeah. So So that was great. Incredible. Good job, Megan. You did it. Um, and then they end up going to the Soho house and this is the best spot. Like this is the spawn con that no one this money can't buy. I mean, Soho house is like jizzing its pants over this book. You know what I mean? It just no, makes they're them so
0: like- lucky that she was not only a member, but this is basically like the best advertisement for their like international uh, like tier like because they do have a like my brother goes to the Soho house and like when they went to when he and his now fiance went to Spain like they stayed in one of the like so the Soho house does have these like international, international hotel hugs, yeah. locations that but like it's not like what people really sign up for so it's the best commercial for that I've ever heard
1: yeah exactly so then he pees his pants on the boat which is absurd he, he, he peed his pants he had a he tried to swing his body over the side he's at a regatta like we said on the day mm-hmm. of the date um, into the tossing sea and still couldn't pee, mainly thanks to stage fright, the whole crew looking. Finally, I went back to my post, sheepishly hung from the ropes and peed my pants. So then he jumps funny into he
0: say like sheepish, like sheepishly hung again, like kind of like Sir Keith's hole. I'm like, oh, it's like you little baby dick. Like, I don't know, sheepishly hung is a funny statement when you're about to talk about your penis. Yeah,
1: it's very much it's very sub. It's very much sub-energy throughout the <laughs> Yeah, it is big, him. big sub-energy. Yeah. Totally. Yeah 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 lol lol lol. So then he says my only concern was jumping into that water washing the pee off my trousers. Like no, Harry mm. jumping into the ocean is not washing your trousers. It's but you're going to have to wash them just in yeah. the machine. Then racing back to London where the bigger race, the ultimate race was about to begin. So he showed up to the date a half hour late with pissy river pants. Because
0: pissy- it was the race for love. Cuz the real the real race was the race for love.
1: And he and he was stuck in traffic and he was texting her. Um, and he couldn't get out of the car. Blah blah blah. He had three bodyguards with him. Is that overkill?
0: Three bodyguards? I mean, I don't know. I guess it would depend. Like, I guess like someone's in front, someone's in back, someone's someone's like I don't know, has his leash, and they're walking him down the street. I don't really know.
1: Right? Like, there's no guns in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? Why are there th- three bodyguards? It's a no-gun no gun country. I mean, how much is that costing taxpayers? That's absurd. But anyway, true. It's, oh whole other conversation Te- so okay he couldn't explain to her that he couldn't get out of the car and listen to this he is such he's such an uncultured swine <laughs> which he knows but that he know i, I like know but awareness. It's, there's no excuse for it texting wasn't the way to convey this the way the way the way to convey that he couldn't run down the street so i just didn't answer like really you're running late Rude. for a date and texting this woman, and she's like, "Why can't you just jump out of the car and run?" And he doesn't answer. So then he just I shows mean, c- up. Because
0: what wouldn't it also just be like? Because I'm Prince. Because like I know that you've never heard of me, but like I'm I'm a prince, right? I'm He's like Prince Harry. I I can't just run down the street.
1: Yeah, and also she knew she knew that. Like she knew mm-hmm. that she's mm-hmm. putting him in his place. She she somehow got like the sub energy. And was like, no, she's
0: literally pretending that she has, she's playing the, I have no idea who you are game. Like as if, talk about like, and the the amount of people that I've been in conversation with where I'm like, just trying to pretend like I didn't stalk them and know their ex-girlfriend's name. She's like
1: the queen of like, who are you? She's the LeBron James of, oh, I've never heard of you. Like seriously, Mm -hmm. like, why can't you just run down the street? Like, Mm. girl, you know exactly why he can't run down the street. Like, sorry, totally forgot you were a
0: prince for a sec. Well,
1: yeah so 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 funny um she was having a beer some sort of ipa again expert expertly played cool girl a cool girl drink. cool girl oh i'm having an ipa and so first person in the history to order an ipa at soho house london a thousand percent who's do, what like i asked Genius. for a peroni i didn't want beer but it seemed easier so he's already following her lead he is already like she's the dom I'm the sub mm-hmm. I love it mm-hmm. it's perfect and mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is not a criticism was like they are perfect together they're no, no, they're they're a great couple and like perfect the, and they are in, they are in love and they found each other at the perfect time in both of their lives like yep it's 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 uncanny okay it's stunning it's stunning yeah she talked about London she was here all the time she said sometimes she just left her luggage at Soho house for weeks they stored it without question the people there people there were like family with like was she there all the time? I feel like she's setting up. I mean, again, I'm taking notes, Megan. She's setting up her that it's not that big a deal for her to come back later.
0: Oh, right. But you know it, what see, I, mean? I do think. it. Yeah, I didn't think of that. But I also think it's my thought was like it sort of undercuts. Like if you're going to London all the time, then you t- surely you must have heard of Wills and Hats. Right. Yes. Yeah, so true. Like. They're sort of the they're sort of like the princes of the land. Literally. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, their time was up. She gathered her stuff. Sorry, I have to go. Go so soon. I have dinner plans. The the fuck she did. But again, well played. When you have dinner plans, you can cancel them for the prince. But she's a genius. So she didn't. And mm-hmm. She said, if I ha- if I hadn't been late, we'd have had more time. Oh, he said that I cursed myself, got to my feet. A brief goodbye hug. I said I'd take care of the bill. And she said, in that case, she'd foot the bill for thank you. Flowers to Violet peonies, she said. Oh, my God. She's just so classy. Oh, don't worry. I'll send Violet some peonies. Oh, my God. I love Why don't her. you send Violet some violets? Oh, interesting. Why don't you All send right, Violet
0: right. a fucking Dalmatian?
1: Yeah. A Dalmatian. <laughs> Then I was peaceful. Oh, then he goes to his friend's house and gets really high. Like, this is what it's like when you don't. Yeah, have a yeah,
0: yeah. He
1: just he yeah. he goes to a yacht race during the day. He goes on a date and then he goes to his friend's house and gets stoned as fuck. I think it was. A I mean, I, honestly, goals like I know sounds like a fun ass day. It's just crazy that he does not understand. He never still never gets his charmed existence. You know what I mean? Right. Right. He went right. boating all day, met the love of your life and then went to your friend's house and smoked weed like.
0: No, he's like, I peed. I was late.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's still, I still, I think he still hasn't changed his pants, by the way. He's gone straight to his right. friend's house. In the
0: pissy they river were clean things. with pee-pee and with and the water.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: It's like, I literally, people like like die from being exposed to river water. It's like, you definitely want to wash those pants, like, immediately.
1: Do you think in general, he smells a little?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're telling me, that that is the the way of the culture there, then I think it probably smells a lot. But I like pheromones. Like I oh, like a smelly yeah. guy. So I don't, but I, yeah, I think, I think, I mean, from what you've described to me, like that is in lieu of perfume, we're all going to smell bad. And so I think he probably smells the worst. Yeah. Well, I think a but lot of guys. River water. He probably smelled like, you know, no, I just need trash.
1: Him. In general like this 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 peer pants and jump in the river thing is giving me some grave concerns about his personal hygiene in general
0: 100 well also just like that he's so comfortable not that I think it's a bad thing but like he is such a camper like he's so comfortable in the outback he's so comfortable doing all of these like really like earthy things it's like yeah definitely the education has been missed in multiple areas
1: yeah and if he I could see him not wearing deodorant a lot of people here don't wear deodorant and I could see No one ever telling him that he smells because he's the prince.
0: He's the prince. I mean, you're right. If anything, they're like, "Mm, Harry's coming. I can smell him from a corridor away.
1: Yeah. Now, okay. Megan is the LeBron James of female game. We've established that this next step she takes, though, baffles me. She's she throws the curveball. She loves the curveball. You can never fully figure her out. He's sitting at his friend's house, smoking weed, watching inside out. And she FaceTimes him. This is no, but. After
0: I, was the date. On, I thought it was the sexiest thing in the whole book that he was watch- inside out everybody needs to watch as like a primer for feelings it's like i literally every client of mine i'm like you need to go watch inside out so i love that that's what he's watching but yeah then she facetimes him like lol megan like really truly way to catch him off guard yeah why'd she facetime him because she wanted to
1: show her friend that she
0: knew the prince
1: But that, yeah, I guess so. That's so intrusive. Like she played it so genius by leaving early. I have dinner plans. You were late. So I'm not letting you get away with that. And then to FaceTime is a little bit of a desperate move. Like I'm surprised that her suaveness kind of dropped from it. I would love to hear from listeners what they think. What do you guys think? I don't think think it's desperate. I think it's confident. Okay.
0: I think it's like, oh, I'm not like, I'm not scared of you.
1: Like I want to see you. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. I like. She is a Leo. She is a Leo. Mm-hmm. She's like, guess what? I'm going to give you a chance to see my freckles, even though you were late. Exactly. I'm I'm gracing you with my face. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's what it is. I get it now. And I also still want to hear people's thoughts. Okay. Now we're on their second date, which is also at Soho house again. Uh, she's wearing a pretty blue sundress with white pinstripes. She was a glow. So this is another thing that people have picked up on as an alleged lie. So he says in their first date, she's wearing a black sweater and jeans. And there's a clip of her when she was looking at her wedding dress, when it was in exhibition at Kensington palace, where she's talking to the interviewer and she's like, Oh, do you see there? There's a little piece of the blue dress that I wore on our first date sewn into the hem. So all these people were like all up in arms saying she, she was lying because Harry says now in the book that she wore a black, um, black shirt and jeans but I think she just said first date I think I think a lot of the time when they lie about stuff especially her it's just to streamline
0: one I was just gonna say that it's okay it's the second day
1: yeah well who cares it's like yeah
0: like I don't and I also think like not only like as storytellers like we're storytellers like sometimes like if it was the day after but that day would have been meaningful it's like well we'll call it that day for the larger grid for the story
1: yeah and like other people take issue because she has one clip where she says she took french for four years and another where she took french for eight years and it's like maybe four of the years were just like part-time or something you know what i mean like who cares totally it's like a little quibble that i don't think is really relevant but but yeah so okay she's wearing a sundress which do you ever notice anytime a guy likes a dress they think it's a sundress they have no idea what it means that's so
0: funny yeah we and, and actually as readers we have no idea what that means
1: yeah i've never heard of a pinstriped sundress you know what i mean like it sounds like it was yeah. probably sort of like biz cash
0: yeah that's funny to think about right like oh it must be a, right sundress sundress is just such a romantic way to say dress yeah and men don't i also understand- don't know if he would know even any other like i don't think he would know to say like it was an a-line you know like i don't right. i don't think he would a princess a, cut like it's a he thing he doesn't that- know any other names
1: yeah, it's a thing that broy straight men say. It's like we did this, yeah. we did a story on this at Galore one time where we interviewed guys and we were like, What do you think a sundress is? And they were all just like, I don't know. So funny. This is a nice dress. Like they just don't know. So he brings her uh cupcakes because it's the fourth of July. Red, white, and blue. Um, Then he made a hilarious joke about the Brits having a very different view of Independence Day from the Yanks. Well, I will tell you, the British view of Independence Day is they don't even know it's a thing because so many countries have an Independence Day from Britain because they've colonized everywhere. So, like, they have no concept. For the reason of- it's
0: so different, because, like, for us, it just doesn't exist.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, British people don't even talk about the Revolutionary War against the U.S. because they've fought... A hundred revolutionary wars against all the places they invaded. So like right. it's it's like not even relevant to them. But
0: that's so kudos, funny.
1: Kudos to Harry for knowing what it was. I mean, that's surprising sure. to me, honestly. But he is. Well, a, he's always like, been sort of like an
0: Americanophobe.
1: A file, yeah. He's like an American. Yeah, file. A file, a file, Ameriphobe, not a
0: phobe. A pho- it. It. yeah. Which
1: is the one thing I like about him because most British people don't yeah. like us. Um the the waitress goes brings them around of drinks she goes Elaine doesn't return when she did we were deep in the middle of a kiss not our first this is their second date Megan holding my shirt collar was pulling me towards her holding me close when she saw Misha the waitress she released me immediately and we all laughed excuse us no problem another round i can't believe they were frenching in the middle of the at the table on their second no, date no again Like,
0: Megan, like, I love, like, yeah, she's so dom, like, she's so bossy, like, grabbing his shirt collar, pulling him in. It's like, damn, Megan, you are, like, wrecking this boy. I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. He could, he has never. And it also is so convenient. Like, of course, she wants to pretend that she's never heard of royalty because it's like she might have been acted a little bit more like, well, we couldn't possibly kiss in public if she, but if she was honoring his lineage, but she just like literally was pretending she had no idea who he was.
1: Right. She's putting him in his place, being like, you're no, you're nobody to me. You're just you're, a boy. You're, you're just, a, just ha- a boy. Yeah. Like you're just a hot guy and we have chemistry mm-hmm. and like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. have to impress me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you yeah. imagine how fun that must have been? Like how thrilling that must have been in the moment to be like, oh my God. I am out with the world's most eligible bachelor because he was at the time. And like he puts literally this, he puts this pathetic spin on it. And that's all in his hand. right. He was the hottie back then. And like everyone wanted right. to be with him. Like he was literally like the tall, hot son of Diana who's still available, you know, and 100%. like to be her and be like, oh, my God, I have him like he's putty in my hands in the Soho. <laughs> yeah. It's about as cool it? as
0: it gets. About as cool as it gets.
1: Yeah. So okay, they're do- she's doing the full eat, pray, love. Eat what now? The book. Ah, oh, sorry, not really big on books. I felt intimidated. She was the opposite of me. <laughs> she read. She was cultured.
0: That's what I'm saying. She was uh, she eat, pray, love. She read and, she, and I opposite of me. Like lol, lol, lol Like we're talking Harry. Like if we're gonna start on books, I don't even think I would recommend eat, pray, love to you, my friend. Well, actually, second I mean- of all.
1: It's very him because he his thing is, like, let me go to countries that are, like, former colonies where brown people live and discover myself. He, he could like well, Eat, Pray, Love.
0: Well, actually, I was just going to say that Not, I don't think it, I wouldn't recommend it to him because he, like, wouldn't like it or would like it. But it's because, like, actually, Harry, like, you're living Eat, Pray, Love, too.
1: Right. 24 Like
0: 7. she's she's able to describe I'm having an Eat, Pray, Love summer because there's a book that goes with it. Like in her mind, that was what gave her permission to, but he, if he listened further, he'd be like, oh yeah, that's what I do all the time.
1: Right. And she also has a job the rest of the year.
0: Right. 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 He's like, like, wow, she's so cultured. (laughs) She has a job.
1: Okay. So their third date is Botswana for a week
0: right so right so they separated and then they were like how are we going to see each other there's no time and then they were like my my schedule is all planned for the summer except 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 this one week in africa me too me too let's meet up and it's like okay he was shocked that she went she wore nothing but ripped jean shorts which he loves yeah and they spent a week in botswana putting her life at risk and falling in love
1: yeah um and he made tige go pick her up at the airport Right. Yeah, I, I wanted to do funny. it myself, of course, but I couldn't without creating a scene. Please, please. Hasn't anybody heard of tinted windows? Right. Like, and he didn't even go in the car with them.
0: Go sit in, in the back.
1: Right. He he didn't even go in the car. He made. I it think he was just like. Ja- I think he was shook. I think he was so fucking nervous. Yeah, nervous. Exactly. Like, yeah. and and
0: we know that he has sort of incontinence. Like, I feel like he was literally like, I couldn't sit in the back of that car because I would have, I would have surely peeped in my pants again
1: yeah yeah exactly i couldn't be
0: exactly. pee pee on our third date oh t- I done it on the first
1: the air botswana crew was big fans of suits so they'd asked her to pose for a photo and then Harry finally Sneak- someone <laughs> i know do you th- really think the air botswana crew was big fans of suits do you think of all the tv shows that have made it to botswana do you think suits is one of them
0: genuinely shocking to me if it if it is
1: Yeah, and then Harry freaks out because he's like, someone's going to discover her, like, if someone posts the photo. And it's like, Harry, like, I know that you think you're the only white person who knows about Botswana and that that's immediately (laughs) what every mainstream media person is going to think of when they see that she's in Botswana. But, like, it's a big country.
0: Not to mention, like, right, like, like, the air control, the Botswana air control crew isn't actually, like, they're not wearing the royal, uh, you know guard outfits like they're they're just the guys that work at the airport
1: yeah um so yeah who knows if that really happened or not also according to megan
0: she was doing a ton of like like humanitarian work anyway like it's highly possible that she would have been there either way and that anybody who was a fan of this show would have wanted to take a picture with her she wasn't actress i mean exactly this isn't like about you harry like it wouldn't
1: yeah it wouldn't be the first time she traveled to an african country like
0: Like, right, um,
1: yeah. but it's also funny because she has another like much doubted and maligned anecdote about a flight crew member praising her on a flight remember when she says that they were leaving and the head of the flight crew when they left the UK knelt next to her and took his hat off and said I just wanted to thank you for all you did for our country remember that that's right and yeah yeah and, and she was like I've never been like treated as such a patriot or whatever. Right. She's like, like no one's ever thank no one's ever thanked me for it before. Thank me for my and, service. Like to quote Don Draper, that's what the money was for. Like that's what right. the free hundreds of thousands of dollars clothing budget and the free houses right. and the two point three million dollar renovation. Like that's what the money was for. But anyway, but I, I think I think Megan's a Leo. I think she gets a little caught up with the 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 mythos around herself, the building of the mythos around herself. And you know what? We all do it.
0: I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. I think she's actually really fucking smart and cool. And she's played this so expertly that I, yeah, I would marry her and move to the United States and throw it all away for her too. I get it.
1: Yeah. And She's a hustler like before, like in this era of her life when he met her, I think she must have been so I think she's magnetic either way. She pops off the page in photos and like in interviews. You just want to keep hearing her talk. You just want to keep listening to her. And I think at this point she was kind of at the height of her entrepreneurial skills like she was doing the blog she was doing. And like not that she wasn't like, you know, something else also that they never appreciate is that the British press oversold her fame. In the beginning. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They
1: were like, she's used to the Hollywood treatment because she's a big actress. It's like, she's used to the Toronto treatment. Right. First of
0: all, they shoot in Toronto. No one in the United States that we know of watches this show. And yeah, it's like, they're, yeah. they're not reporting her as like, like Hollywood working actor. Like that's what she, she was right. a working actor. There's a difference between a Hollywood TV star and a working,
1: she was a working actor actor right and but the british press sold her as like you know meryl streep jr and and they never no one ever thanked them for that (laughs) you know what i mean like it was literally even like in the very beginning megan's maya
0: culprit to them is gonna be like hey guys i just want to say thank you so much everyone thinks i'm so famous now
1: yeah, yeah yeah and i and i am because of you yeah, like the, it was like all these stories being like she's going to be used to being waited on hand and foot because of Hollywood and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, you guys are so cute over here. Like, you just think that anyone who lives in California is like a star, you know?
0: Well, it's like, I'll tell you what, I, I promise you this. Meryl Streep is not a member of the Soho Club franchise.
1: I know, I know, I know. That's you know what so- I mean?
0: It's like, no, yes. Soho Club is like successful creatives, but it's like, once you pass the threshold of, still interested in networking you don't need to go to soho house anymore
1: right and i mean yeah exactly you go somewhere way better that we don't you even rent need a private of.
0: home and you, re- you rent a home on lake como
1: if you're traveling like yeah and also soho house is like if you're gonna pay the dues you're gonna get in if you're willing to right. fork over three grand a year like you're thousand based,
0: percent yeah you know
1: yeah. yeah but they made it seem really cool and exclusive which is great yeah. and i mean it is. I would love to join. I'm going to try. I, I really want to join, but, you know, I need Do to. It.
0: It's really fun. It's, I go with my My brother is a member, and I love to go with him.
1: It's just so expensive. I just can't really justify the price. And also, like, the one that's near us, it has a rooftop pool, and, the, like, London has a... There are not enough rooftop... There's not enough pools in okay, general. Okay, I would join London. for that. Say no more. Say but, no more. You must join. I will well, pay for someone, it so the,
0: just so I can come visit and go to the pool with you.
1: Someone said it's impossible to ever get a seat. Ever. <gasps> so... It's pointless.
0: That's so fucked up. Don't, I know. Don't like, don't, don't like advertise a pool in my face and then make it impossible for me to go to the pool. That's especially no. in a city where there's a lack of pool. That is fucked up.
1: I'm also a homebody like during the day. So I don't even think I would use it as a working place. You know what I mean? Like I love no, having the, only the thing, freedom to work from home.
0: The, hearing all this, it's like what it would have to be is like you wake up at eight in the morning, you're there before it opens, you get that pool seat, you never leave the pool seat.
1: Apparently which is what I would have. That- that doesn't even work. Why? Because there's so many people. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Mm.
0: We need to open okay. our own pool club.
1: Yeah. So okay, they're in the, they're on the road in Botswana, and they kiss again in front of uh, his his bodyguards and the guy who's driving, Mike. They're just French, and in front of everybody, they these they two cannot keep their right hands off each other. Like, oh. can you imagine how good their sex must have been? I think it was really good. Oh
0: my god, dude! And and because the first time they're having sex too, it's like it's literally like in the like the jungle like it is literally like prime it must have been like primal like
1: Do you think that i think they had sex on their second date
0: definitely well is that the one where oh no i guess there, there was one day maybe it was after they reconnected but in this part where he like goes to meet her and she like pulls him in and he's like under the covers when like delivery comes or whatever
1: that's after Botswana. Um, on it. so that's okay after okay it's yeah but i one, think it's...
0: that they well but
1: no, listen listen two, Date one is Soho House. Date two is also Soho House. That's the one where he admits they were making out at the table while the waitress was there. They both knew they weren't going to see each other for a while. I mean, for me, if I'm Megan and I'm really connecting with this guy and I want to keep him, like, keep him sweet, I think I'm doing it on date two. Because, because
0: that would have been a story. He would have shared that because, because he doesn't of the way share that they it, made though. the But he made the whole story about, like, because, like, it would have been a thing of him to, like, get into a hotel room or, like, get in. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it would have been doesn't
1: ever share when they actually did it, which to me is proof that it was technically what some people would consider too soon.
0: Oh. Would
1: you go to Botswana with a guy you still hadn't had sex with yet?
0: That's a great point. That's you know a what I mean? I probably would. But I, it's a huge risk if like, yeah, if you have to go find out that the sex is bad for a week with like no
1: running water, it would be kind of. a, a- And the fact that you know that you're not going to see each other for a few weeks and you know that yeah, this you're is-
0: right, they probably just did it like she probably did have to just like survey the situation.
1: Yeah. And like they were so into each other. Like, I don't think that I think that if she had made him wait again, he would have put that in. Because it would make her look like this—this old-fashioned definition,
0: yeah, yeah—that we
1: have of like an like a classy woman. But like, I think she's modern. She's cool. She's into him. They're so into each other. I think second date they're doing it because they, well, maybe that's when when you're saying like what's going to come out in the
0: third like round. It's like maybe that's what'll come out like in the next big media buy. Like, okay, when did we actually fuck? Here's a secret that we left out of the spare. a spare yeah, story, yeah. spa.
1: Because also he doesn't, he doesn't give any details of them leaving the second date.
0: Right. So. Um, Wow. Way to read between the lines. I actually want to say, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's no like, like, okay. And then he also said that they were texting and FaceTiming nonstop from the time that they left that date until Botswana trip. Like. I just I just feel like you wouldn't be that hot for the he wouldn't still be that hot for her if they hadn't done it yet.
0: Well, to be honest, that's sort of something that like I cannot speak to because I'm just like so easy that like I I (laughs) I guess I've heard from what I've heard, especially like I mean I'm not even talking about purity culture here, but like I've I've heard that like when you don't have sex, it actually like builds a no uh, an interest but i i literally have no idea lol i fuck right i fuck right away
1: so like i said i am a charlotte in terms of the rules except for that one because i actually think interesting yeah i've heard of i think when you want to you should because right get it out of the like figure out if it's good or not and like if the guy i mean i've heard of so many girls who have made the guy wait like six dates, seven dates, and they still ghosted them. And then I'm like, okay, well, you were going out with someone who was in it just to break you down and he's a disgusting (laughs) person obviously, but like he got what he wanted and left and it's almost even more of an accomplishment for him to be like, I did it because he's a douche. Because you made it
0: this, well, you made it this like thing that's like hard to me. Yeah,
1: Yeah. whereas I think if you're just honest with the person and you're like, yeah, I want to do this, like they respect you more
0: it's interesting because I I tend to agree with you I agree with you completely I think there's like sort of I think the reason that it gets the like the charlatarian reputation that it does of like fucking too soon or whatever is because I think a lot of times instead of it being like in this story we're seeing or we're hearing about these two people that are like clearly feeling each other like hot like can't help Mm. but make out in public right so we know that like they're both like diggity down right I feel like what happens in modern dating when it's not necessarily like a Hollywood Hollywood royalty and royalty royalty is that like women are just trying to like lock someone in and so what ends up happening is like they fuck someone like and it's it, it isn't the kind of thing that's like we're both feeling it it's the kind of thing that's like he wants to, so I will. And then it's that sort of becomes like a, a bad omen. Not that they didn't you to make them work for it or not, but like kind of to your point, like if you had made them wait, if it wasn't going to work, it wasn't going to work either way.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think just making the person wait an artificially long time is this is the real thing you have to well, do. Well, it's if, controlling. Well, here's the real the real secret is to never text him first.
0: Oh. you can
1: have sex on date number one if you just never, ever text the guy first. And I so that's I will... so true. That's so I will, fucked
0: up. That's so true. Yeah. Put that
1: on my grave. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Like, swear to you, I have never... Listen, I'm going to brag. I don't like yeah. to brag. I've never... I like when you brag. I've never, like, you know... How do I say this in a way that's ladylike? I've never gone all the way with a guy and not have it turn into... Like I've never been ghosted after that point. Do you know what I mean? I've never Okay, been- wait, I
0: was just gonna say to you that like the longest two relationships that I don't currently entertain both were like essentially one night stands and then and then
1: never ended. Right. I've never had a one night stand. It always turned into it never
0: right, same, same. Right. That's what and I'm saying. Yeah.
1: And it's not because I'm like incredible in bed or something. I think it's just being honest with the person and like having a mutual respect for each other. Do you know what I, I mean? I think I might be
0: I think I might be incredible in bed.
1: I think you, yeah, you feel that. Yeah, I, think I
0: actually, I think I can really, I think I'm very fun to fuck. But I also think that, to your point, I'm not trying to, like, manipulate or control anything. It's just like, I'm down. Let's do it. And then, right, like, if I'm not, the whole key is just not being needy or not making them, because they get, they get curious. They're like, wait, what? Like, and, yeah, because you- you're not, you're not like now upset or need something for me and then that makes them come back when then and then
1: seven exactly. to 11 years later here we are you do have to let them think it's their idea <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> always yes. no matter what you're doing you have to With everything like... anything yeah. and you like don't tell them how you feel about anything ever. I don't like, <laughs> the saddest thing when I was like in my 20s and I would be like talking to other girls in their 20s about dating and they'd be like, you know what? So I just told him everything. I told him everything I felt. And I was like, I hope you're happy. And I'm like, oh no, you did not let this guy know that he matters to you. What were you thinking? Mm.
0: You do mm. not.
1: You just have to be aloof, 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 ice queen. Like if you live together, you can start being honest about how much they mean right. to you. <laughs>
0: that's so see i think i think we talked about this before, but i feel like i have i have done that but in the almost like reverse psychology way where like i've if i've been like hurt by someone like you're you're saying like don't show them you care i'm like i'm gonna over the top like melt down so mm-hmm. and then what what mm-hmm. usually ends up happening is that then they come around they go like whoa like like i think that then they think like wow like like she like went all out and like, this is it for her. So now like sh- I own her. And then I'm like, yeah. And then I and then think that's continue. the toxic circle of I, but I, I definitely, when people, it takes well, a lot. Sarah, listen, this is where really I'm going to say hurt me, I kill them. This is I where kill I'm going to upset.
1: no, I, I don't think these men are having a single conscious thought about the things you're saying to them. This is just proof that you are great in bed. That, like oh, good enough. Shit. Good enough that they will ignore the texts. That's all it is. It's not that they're like, well, she really put it all on the table." No, no. <laughs> <That's> so- <laughs> no,
0: I think that. Oh, no, it's not that I think that they're listening. I agree. I think it's because it's sex, but I think it's more like that they're like, "Whoa, like she's crazy," and like she's crazy about me, and then no. really I'm just like performatively like making a point. I don't know. No, I think no. you're right. I think it's just yeah, they're down to fuck again, and like yeah. uh, it's like if you can handle me at my if you can handle me at a thousand texts, then sure you can try whatever you want.
1: Exactly. I think it's more that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think like, I don't like, it's just, but I mean, also, yeah, I don't think know. when I'm, I don't think when I'm communicating my feelings for the most part, men are, I mean, over time it changes and the relationship changes, but like, yeah, I agree with you. like in general, expecting 20 something men to, to like, whoa, that's how you feel is, is that shit crazy.
1: Yeah. It's, you can't, you got to move back to the suburbs if you're going to have that mindset. Yeah. You can Well, you know why though? It's because it's also
0: because men do like oh, that's so funny. I agree completely. It's also cuz men do objectively emotionally develop slower than women. So we have to remember that like men in their in their like 20s and early 30s are actually just for the first time being like, "Wait, I have feelings." Like they're they're I like I feel like I I tend to date like a sort of not a I guess like emotional, like, I just feel like, like at the and when I think back at those phases in my life, when I've tried to express feelings, it's been like, okay, but I have feelings that are more important. And then I've been like, okay, like this, this is why I have two boyfriends. But it's like, it's like, I feel like they're so overwhelmed with the, with like their coming of age that they really didn't, understand before that they can't handle knowing about our feelings because they're like wait i'm having feelings
1: no they're just Maybe. not even reading the text messages sarah they're not thinking about-
0: <laughs> that i know for a fact no that i know for a yeah, fact. They're yeah
1: they're not thinking about feelings they're not acknowledging their own feelings their feeling is like oh, uh, oh it's hot it's too hot in here that's right, it right
0: <laughs> like- or their feeling is like hey yo you can't text me this
1: much Right, which like, I've oh, gotten this, a number of times. Number yeah, of this times. is stress. This is annoying. You know what I mean? Like, it's not ever that. Totally, it's, it's so. Yeah, ver- yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like okay. I have probably dated guys who were a little bit more emotionally open, but like the mo- this is the thing. This is this might just be me. I'm sorry. I'm there. People are going to be really angry at what I'm saying. Whatever. The mm, most tell us on the, um, Patreon. Tell us in the Patreon. Yeah, the most emotionally open guy I ever dated was like a full-on like manipulative emotional abuser. So like that's kind of why <laughs> <Right>. my <laughs> threshold yeah. for yeah, male yeah. emotions is like I don't know. It's it's it, I well, I was like of
0: course you married Irish. Of course you went Irish.
1: Oh, I know. And but the thing is, like I. I don't want, I'm very emotional. I like to talk about my feelings a lot. I understand all the shades of gray of everyone else's feelings. Like I fucking get it. But like, I just think that if I had a partner who was also, who is also like that, I would go completely insane. Like I I just, yeah, it's hard. (laughs) I don't want, like, I don't want that. And the only time that I had something that like, kind of seemed like that, it was a, a horrific situation but then also I did date like musicians in my 20s who were sort of more emotional but they weren't like I still would never have sat there and been like you mean so much to me you know like still That's never so
0: funny ever so yeah yeah I feel like um I don't know I mean I I don't get that like in terms of ha- Meg and Harry though I don't get this sense that she was like emo as much as she was like collar pulling down. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think she was expressing her like I think actually if anything to my point in the book I mean granted it's just his point of view but like when he starts talking about like picking her I guess we'll get there in part two but like Part part two of part three, la la. la. Yeah. Actually part six. But it's like there's a part where like he loses his phone. It's like, Harry, have you ever heard of like the cloud? But like, okay, if he loses his phone. He's like, How will I ever contact Meg again or see the messages and photos that we've taken before? The cloud, the cloud, Harry, the cloud. But okay. So he's in the he's in the Acabango and or whatever. And 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 so to make the letter good to her, he like climbs to the top of thorn bushes and picks obscure flowers to yeah. put in the letter. And I'm like, now that is over the top like that's where it's like that's I feel like that's such a like a gender reverse story where it's like a woman would do this like thing to like make it special and blah blah blah, and like the guy would just like not even notice like I just I sort of feel like he Uh. is in this relationship playing and it's actually I mean her her chart is highly masculine her her chart is masculine his chart is feminine
1: women if you're listening don't do that don't get the don't pick flowers and take a picture of it and say don't do it Don't don't do it It's do it for your girlfriends. They'll appreciate it. Don't do it for a man. But yeah, Mm -hmm. that is in this part. We can skip to that part. Well, I I also I resented the part where he says she opened her small suitcase. (laughs) um, Here it comes. The mirror, hair dryer, makeup fluffy duvet, dozen pairs of shoes. I was shamefully stereotyping American actress equals diva to my shock and delight. There was nothing in that suitcase, but bare essentials, shorts, ripped jeans and snacks and a yoga mat. Like, please, Harry, you really think she didn't have any makeup with her? And why were you delighted that she didn't fuck off? You want to date a gorgeous actress, glamazon, stunning woman. She's going to bring makeup. Her makeup's in her other bag. Dick. That
0: reminds me of when you talk about how, like, no one ever acknowledges that, like, Marilyn Monroe got a nose job. It's like when you were talking about how, like, men actually want all the, like, fake yeah. things, but they just don't want to know that it's fake.
1: They want a girl with an 18 BMI who eats cheeseburgers. And it's like, right. No.
0: OK, but that doesn't exist. Yeah.
1: I, that, yeah. But um, OK, she was telling them about things, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, he talks about how he used to have a Jekyll and- Chelsea and Cressida mentioned his Jekyll and Hyde existence, happy spike in Botswana, tightly wound Prince Harry in London. I'd never be able to synthesize the two and it bothered them bothered me. But with this woman, I thought I could do it. I could be happy spike all the time. Really? You could have fooled me.
0: I mean, yeah, you're still not that happy. Spike. Like
1: you've been nothing but cranky since this began. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I think I'm sure he's happy in private with her, but like his external thing has become complete anger. Like, dark. Okay, but you
0: know what it is? You know what it is, though? Here's the thing. I do think that, like, I feel like, you know, like happy and sad. Like, I mean, maybe it's because he's been watching Inside Out and we're talking about basic emotions here, but like, I guess, like, the thing is, like, either way, he was all humans have this duality of like stuff I'm happy about, stuff I'm unhappy about, or stuff I'm comfortable with, stuff I'm uncomfortable with. I think, in maybe part of what he's expressing is that, or he's not, this is in the past, so who knows, but I sort of feel like it's like, okay, even if he spends the rest of his life still like, being like upset, tightly wound, royal bitch ass Harry now because of Megan, like it's I'm happy to be this uptight little bitch because I'm fighting for love.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, that makes he more sense. He didn't have
0: anything to hang his hat on before other than that mummy's death.
1: Right. And I mean it's it's not for lack of not having stuff to hang your hat on, also. Like I mean I still just, like, I can't let him get away with just moping all the time. You just can't. I just you think this it. is a,
0: this is the this take him out of Mopeville into, like, Crusadeville.
1: And thank God, because otherwise he would have become, like, an Andrew Tate follower. Oh, that my God, that's
0: actually so real. That's he was actually heading true. into, like,
1: Jordan Peterson, Andrew Tate yeah, town. Yeah,
0: damn, with right. That anger. Just, like, yeah, so angry and, like, yeah, here's how I'll control other people because I can't control my feelings
1: yeah so okay he after he has this week-long vacation with his new girlfriend he meets the president of botswana to discuss conservation issues after which i was embarking on a three-phase lads trip months in the planning like must be fucking nice just mm-hmm. vacation vacation meet a president to talk about my pet issue another vacation mm-hmm. like oh my god get a job but okay so she no started but it's crying. also
0: like yeah like this is but not even yeah get a job but it's like hey good reminder for all of us that like he's still upset whatever you think the like if I just had this then I'd be happy it's like no this motherfucker has it
1: all and he's not happy yeah because it's his that that at that point it's your fault that you're not happy that's what I will say sorry it's like well but just that I did I just think
0: it's like whatever you think that whatever you think that like under these circumstances then I would be x y and z it's like yeah but like you are where you are with yourself all the time and like if you can't be there then like no
1: lad strip will do Right, like if you're a spoiled and entitled angry yeah. brat who blames the world for your problems, then yeah, you're not going to be happy with money. There's but, no,
0: they're there, yeah.
1: But like, that's not a reason to allow rich people to tell us money can't buy happiness. We have to fight that <laughs> with every fiber of our being because it can. Right, if you're not a dick, it can. <laughs> right, sure like, makes things easier. Sure makes things easier. If you get like get therapy, get some better therapy if you have money. Yeah. Like, please, yeah. if this please. is the thing, like his parents did him a disservice by not explaining to him how the rest of the world works. And his entire family did him a disservice by not explaining that to him and his school, the army, all of them did him a terrible disservice by not explaining to him how lucky he is and how easy his life is. And then he became an adult. Then he became an adult and he continued to decide not to do that work and understand that. So it, I I refuse to blame it. I refuse to say, oh, if you have all these trips, you're not going to be happy. The average person, if they got airlifted, yeah, he, yeah somebody else for where might they have are been, right. and yeah. put into his life, they would be overjoyed. You know what I mean? And like, yes, you still have your regular problems, but the weight that you feel lift when you don't have to worry about clocking into a job to pay your rent anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry. Totally. You if you are rich and you're not happy, you're douchebag.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's very difficult to um stomach yeah rich people complaining about it anything yeah. <laughs> Get- shut, up. shut
1: up figure it out you know give the money yeah. away then they never give the money yeah. away that's how you know that they're lying to us about money can't buy happiness right oh, okay. give me the money let me show you but you won't give right. it up because you agree oh oh does it make you happy oh you, oh, yeah. you actually need it and
0: love it and want it to make you happy oh, okay
1: you need it it's great
0: <laughs> so Speaking so we need it too. join the patreon
1: yeah exactly um, okay. Sorry. We keep getting so distracted. Um, it's
0: wonderful. This is, this is, this is what a podcast is. This is the conversation we tune into in order to rap with a girl's mom and Sarah.
1: Yeah. So he, he, again, doesn't drop her off at the airport. Tiege does. And he has to get onto his lad's trip. You know, who could blame He has you? to. Yeah. To. Here's what I want to know, because the rumor going around has always been that he's extremely cheap and that he never paid for anything for his other girlfriends. So I want to know. I want to know who paid for the flight to Botswana. Like, did Megan say, oh, you know what? This is when I have to prove I'm an independent woman. Or did she say, well, it's your idea to go to fucking Botswana. Like, I'm dying to know.
0: Okay, my guess would be that she paid her way. Yeah, but I, I think don't so
1: know, too. and I think that was smart of her because then yeah. she doesn't. I think she, she wanted, wanted to be anything. like you don't
0: like own me. Yeah, like you, I don't owe you anything, and you don't owe you don't owe me. And like I'm coming here. As, the whole thing is like she's been like, if not like above him, his equal. So I think that's how she's gonna. That's how she's gonna show up in the relationship. Oh. Like, hey, like we're both we're both you know like we're a match. So like you you like no problem. I'll meet you there in
1: Botswana. Yeah. I think the whole thing is that she's above him. I think he thinks she's above him. And I think she is like, that's part of how she has to do this. Because if she was to, like, she knows that if she was to do the whole like, oh my gosh, like, wow, you're a prince. That's so cool. He would run for the hills. So like, it is, oh no, you're more, she has to, she always has to be the more impressive one. And she is the more impressive one, you know? In fact, she is. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, technically she's the one who married up in terms of what society sees as like people's roles and everything but like she is a hundred thousand times more equipped than he is for literally anything in the world besides maybe killing people in the Taliban
0: right he he didn't really even know what I mean I think that's kind of the point of the book in a way it's like he really didn't know what to do with himself until Mm. she started telling him what to do with himself and thank God
1: yeah 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 Okay, that's it for this portion of the coverage of part three of Spare. There's more on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast, where you can get everything from what we really think was going through Charles's head when he told Harry that he couldn't afford Harry and Meghan, all the way up to Lip Gloss Gate when (sighs) Meghan and Kate shared germs and never got over it. Hell yeah. So that's all on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. And we're still not done talking about the book. Look, it's a juicy read. There's going to be more. I think it was a juicy tube and it's a juicy read. Yeah. Like, I feel like part one and part two, we're just rehashing stuff. We all already know. We're now getting into the wedding. Meg's it. We need to give more weight to the these parts.
0: Well, it's like, because really the whole thing is like part one and part 2 were basically just setting us up for part three. Where it's like, like those were those like two little like prologues.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you've stumbled on this podcast out of nowhere and you still haven't read the book, my advice would be to just read part three. Just skip yeah,
0: to part Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can listen to our first episodes. The, listen to the coverage of part one and part two. Join the Patreon so you can listen to the whole thing, especially if you're not reading it. But then yeah. dive in at part three. It, it actually is extremely romantic.
1: It's yeah, it's really good. Um, so, OK, end of part three, part one, <laughs> part three, part two is on Patreon. Stay tuned. Later in the week, I guess we're gonna have part. Tomorrow three, part we'll be three. back with part, part three, part three, part <laughs> three. And possibly part three, part four. Is Honestly, anyone listening? Does anyone still care? I feel like this is important work.
0: Look, the work is the work, is the work. There's no need to like judge or criticize or second guess. We've got to just show up for the royal family, like they continue to show up for us.
1: They do show up. You have to give them that. They are there. Sometimes. We are out
0: here on the balcony with you guys.
1: Yeah. So, okay. And then I think we, we absolutely need to talk about something else later this week. So I think we should watch the Pamela Anderson documentary and do that on Thursday.
0: Everyone has been asking me for that. And wait, can I just say yes. one thing real quick that we don't do the whole episode on? What? But the Julia Fox apartment thing, I just want everyone to know that her apartment's huge.
1: Like Yeah. And it's definitely worth at least four grand a month
0: a thousand percent like yes. and if she owns it that's that's an over a million dollar apartment like everybody that's watching it being like oh my god like she is poor she lives so humbly it's like no she lives no, in she... new york that's where yes, she... That, that she had hallways i'm like she's rich
1: she just has adhd that's why it looks like shit and a baby yeah that's it's it.
0: like like and she lives a lot she's a single mom with a baby but she's got hallways that is not a humble abode right yeah it's a big ass apartment she's i'm glad great. we got
1: that on the record two weeks later
0: I just wanted everybody to know that, like, this whole idea that, like, she's, like, some, like, humble champion. It's, like, no, New York's expensive as shit.
1: Yeah, and she's also not saying that. Like, I think she's yeah. saying, like, this is my apartment. This is real. She's not, like, I think if you were to, it, I, I think the fact that people from, like, Ohio are being, like, what a shithole. Probably right. her laughing her ass off in her house, you know.
0: Right. She's like, well, you live in Ohio. Enjoy your backyard.
1: Right. Like, okay, Cool.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's funny. And I actually want to say this too. I understood the eyebrows for the first time.
1: Oh my God. How, why? I don't mind the eyebrows, but you've been so vehemently against them.
0: I absolutely hated the eyebrows, but I will say that I, what, like when I got over being distracted by her eyebrows, I was like, Oh, like she, like, she doesn't look as attractive to me. And actually I like her. Like I'm actually able to hear her and what she's saying. Like it, it does like um like the only thing humble about that video is that her face looks like that even though she's so beautiful but the eyebrows make her look so weird or not weird but I don't know it it, it actually did let me hear what she was saying more
1: than just look at her pretty face okay so it's a backhanded compliment
0: sort of yeah I I hate the (laughs) eyebrows I don't understand (laughs) even Ariana Grande has blonde eyebrows now it's like you guys
1: the blonde uh, eyebrows it's a It's a humble brag. The blonde eyebrows aren't supposed to look good. The statement of the blonde eyebrows is, first of all, I don't care what you think I look like. And second of all, you have to admit I still look kind of good, even with no eyebrows. That's the point of the eyebrows. It's not it's not Mm. a. it's a man repeller look. Do you know what I mean? It's it's subverting the male gaze. That's the point of the eyebrows. So they're not supposed to look pretty, which, again, I'm so sick of. Oh, you know what else? When we're done, finally done with Harry, we can talk about. Kim looks like a lady again I know I'm so Thank happy you, Kim.
0: no she looks beautiful so lady like lady like normal I mean not normal but like yeah she just is dressing for her age and her her status and she looks great
1: yeah yeah speaking of Prince Harry too and the way that if you, if you listen to the Patreon you'll hear us talk about the way that the royal family throws women under the bus um, I've been re-watching some episodes of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. I don't know why. I just, you know, that's my...
0: Sometimes you got to just go I, there.
1: I, every time I'm doing anything, I have a background of Kardashians or Real Housewives. Totally. I don't know why. That's, that's me, it. but Law
0: & Order SV, just just running all day.
1: Yeah, so I've been watching the season where Caitlyn moves to Malibu and is getting a divorce from Chris. She's not out yet. But I actually was noticing that, like every episode has a storyline where they're just blatantly throwing the men around them under the bus, just making no bones about it. Just one episode is all about how they think Scott is running some sort of high-level car theft scam. Another episode is about Lamar falling apart. Another one, what are we going to do about Rob? Another one is, oh, we're worried about Caitlin. And then all of the connective tissue is the girl's the, the the A storyline of each episode, the real problem, the real drama always involves a man. And what are we gonna do about this man? And then they they just are propping the man in front of the camera to explain himself. And he's like, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. And then the confessionals are like, I'm really worried about him. He's not okay. And then like all the connective tissue, the B and C storylines is the girls being like, So what are you wearing? Oh my god. Oh. Oh. So they're just the same. And this is why I love the Kardashians, and I cannot quit them. They are true evil matriarchy they are the royal family flipped mirror where the men are the chum they throw the men overboard into the media because they the kardashians are also controlling their media narrative with what they feed and leak and they're like oh we're gonna leak stuff about what fucking messes these men are and then we're gonna go on the front cover and look stunning and just be sad about the men and what disappointments they are
0: Well, it's funny, like, now I'm thinking about it, like, maybe the reason that, like, Chloe and Kylie are, like, are hiding the the man babies or the boy babies is not because they're, like, protecting them. They're just waiting to see what's fucked up about them to make it content. Mm. They're like, let's wait till he has an ADD diagnosis before we start, like, highlighting his character.
1: (laughs) Right. And, you know, Chris's whole, you know, business model of monetizing her family mem- members started with caitlin because right. when chris and caitlin got together caitlin was baroque and it's not for lack of opportunities it's like right. caitlin was world no she famous. needed a manager yeah on the wheaties box and chris said we can turn this shit into shinola and then she applied that to every other person in the family so like it's yeah because but but I do think that a lot of the boys, they are protecting them because they still have that model in their head. The ultimate patriarch in their head is Robert Kardashian. Right. Because he, senior, obviously, because he never lived long enough to have any fall from grace. So like, right. they do still and have- And he his- seemed
0: to be so, while he was alive, even it, though Chris could have had some falls from grace, he didn't, like, he actually was that dude. Like, he maintained his cool throughout her absolute debauchery.
1: Yeah, and he was a- pillar and a rock steadfast
0: father husband provider
1: and had an office job so like i do think some small part of them is like maybe this could be my son's future maybe he could be you know a real estate guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah or like something respectable you know so like i do think that's part of why they hide the sons and then they just exploit 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 the daughters
0: yeah i mean i will say that in terms of the tiktok sphere when scott and Tristan so far just on my discover feed on Instagram have showed up with them I love I they're they are they seem to be having joyful parenting moments with their children and you know it's nice to see them every once in a while
1: oh good because Scott seemed lobotomized in that one scene in the new Kardashians yeah
0: no Scott Scott and Penelope are doing TikToks and they they're very cute
1: okay good 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 I'm glad he's okay happy
0: to hear that and I gotta say Whether it's right or wrong, North and Chicago are just absolutely adorable together.
1: I know. I wish that their parents wouldn't have them making content already.
0: I know. And I also wish that Kim, I don't need to like see Kim like doing the dance also. It's like, let, let the kids just do like, I don't know. I don't need Kim on TikTok.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you
0: think it was one more question? Do you you know that she did that video where it's like she put on the like funny, whatever that British like makeup is or whatever? Do you think it was shade or just an accident that she was openly using Kylie's makeup to do the bad makeup look?
1: Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I think she was shading for sure. It's
0: kind of go rewatch
1: it, but it's like she makes it very clear like I'm doing ugly, bad
0: makeup and I'm using Kylie cosmetics to do it. Uh,
1: uh, uh, uh." Yeah, 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 yeah. That is kind of funny. She, I kind of like when she does that to Kylie though, because I think there is a divide in the family where like Kim, Courtney and Chloe debased themselves for that fortune. Yeah. They full, especially Kim. Yeah, Kylie, on- you
0: are not a self-made anything.
1: Right. And she's like her two little baby sisters just walked right into a career and they never had to fight on camera. They never had to let alone have a sex tape, like nothing even remotely close to that. So I think Kim does get her licks in when she can against them. And I don't blame her. It's funny.
0: Yeah. Well, not to mention that, like, whatever you want to say about them now as adult women. Kim was the real dealing. Kim and Courtney at the very and, and Chloe, they were the real deal enough that pre any like the, the luxury of getting I mean I don't know call it luxury but like the luxury of getting plastic surgery starting when you're 16 is like yeah of course the world's going to open its fucking doors for you. You look like a doll. Like Kim and yeah. Chloe and Courtney were 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 genuinely what they looked like for the first whatever chunk of years that they least famous.
1: At least one season. Courtney had fake boobs, but I mean, in right. in L.A., that's like getting your yeah. eyebrows done. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah.
0: But they, but their faces were their faces from birth. And then it started to evolve. But it's like they got where they got, not only because of their, like, grit and hard work and debasing themselves, but, like, they actually are more... They are naturals. Yeah. And, and if they're they, not natural anymore, they are naturals. They
1: changed the beauty paradigm. They really did. I interviewed this paparazzo... Um, that's interesting. ...last year, and he... Gave me, I didn't use this quote, but he gave me the opinion that if Snooki had play, played her cards right, she could have been the Kim. If she had oh. cleaned up her act and not been, not continued to be sort of like.
0: Well, I think she with, kind of is though. Like she's the Kim of what she is.
1: But she never crossed the threshold into mainstream acceptability. She's still a sideshow freak, but like she was the petite curvy brunette. That was like when we were thirsting for that as a culture, we wanted that different kind of beauty standard and it could have been her, but she just kind of couldn't get enough of a grip. Like she didn't have the right guidance to be like, okay, don't get any tattoos we're going to like lose, you know, just a little tiny bit of weight, tone down the fake tan a little bit and like just dress monochrome monotone. Right. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. if she had t- done that and just become this tiny little bit more respectable and started like selling things and like, and I'm an entrepreneur, like they all love to say, Right. it, it could have maybe been her, but like, she just didn't have really the the muscle behind the managerial muscle behind her, I guess. One
0: hundred. I agree with that. Yeah, she she just sort of. I mean, she's impressive for having created what she created with, what she, like, you know, with as how sloppy she actually was. Oh yeah, and and she's awesome for that. But right, like, yeah, she, the up level was right, is and was like right there.
1: Yeah, and it didn't happen. I mean, best reality show, fly on the wall reality show of all time, for my money, I would say.
0: What, Jersey Shore? Jersey Shore, yeah. By far, by far. I mean- It it holds up. It it holds up and it's, well, but that's where, it was such a great show because unlike the Kardashians who were kind of like putting it on for like the show and like were very aware of like, you know, it. Jersey Shore had sort of like that real world, like charm and authenticity, but the characters were so- they were be themselves but like just wasted and wild just naturally that i mean that that the sammy the sammy uh ron drama is is
1: so iconic yeah ron it's- ron stop stop yeah.
0: ron i mean it's just like wow these these funny
1: people and they didn't have storylines in their heads like you- right when you go back and watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians early seasons, you can tell they storyboarded the oh, whole totally thing, right. you know, and, and
0: then we're going to make a funny fart like scene and they're going to make a funny. It's yeah. a lot of production.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you watch Jersey Shore, you're like, oh, my God, these people are just feral.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it was it was a totally um, unbridled affair.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, this was spare part three, part one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stay Like we said, stay tuned. There's more to come. Unfortunately, we just and sorry. Finished.
0: We sorry. We missed a week. We were going to talk about Miley. We were going to talk about a bunch of things, but it's like the end of the day we had to actually plow through finishing this book.
1: Yeah. I mean, if we do another book club, it needs to be something that's a little easier to read because this was just it not was dense. Was, it was
0: more. De- I liked the book, but it was it was dense.
1: It was just going into a negative headspace every time you read it. Do you know what Un- I mean? Until
0: part three, until part three.
1: Yes, exactly. And I'm loving part three. It was part one and part two. I was just like, I can't, I can't, but okay. So that's it. Uh, listen to the Patreon, patreon.com slash space trash podcast.
0: Leave a five star review and otherwise have a wonderful day. Space trash, trash, in space, space, trash, lifestyles
1: the rich and Uranus Space
0: trash.
1: Celebrities, they're trash
0: but the astrology can help us understand
1: transmission incoming.
0: <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,